Welcome to the Art of Tuning In podcast with Maria Furlano, sharing insights, tools, and conversations to inspire your energetic well-being. Hello, hello, this is Maria Furlano. Welcome to the Art of Tuning In podcast. It's great to have you here today. In this episode, I'm going to share with you why it's important to have energetic flexibility and a little about the three phases of energetic development, specifically in medical Qigong and why it's so powerful. But first, as always, if you'll take a deep breath with me just to get us focused and engaged into our center. And if you're new to this podcast, first of all, welcome. Thank you for being here. And all I want you to do is just take a nice deep breath. And then when you exhale, the key here is to make your exhale longer than your inhale. So please breathe in with me. And when you're ready, exhale as long as you can, nice and slow, letting all the air out. This really resets your nervous system and brings you much more fully into the present moment. One more time, if you will, inhaling at your own pace and then making your exhale nice and long. The more we practice this throughout our day, the more in tune with ourselves we get used to becoming. And that's why it's such a great quick break to take wherever you are. So thank you for doing that with me. I was just reading some beautiful wisdom quotes to get myself into a new frame of mind, and it made me begin thinking about all of the frequencies of energy and how really energy changes around us constantly. Energy is a frequency, of course, and emotions are a frequency of energy. And when I talk about energetic flexibility, what I'm referring to is that you could be having an elevated day, right? Things are moving nice and happy, and then suddenly you hear about a tragic world event, and there is this frequency of fear that drops in, or someone in your life got hurt, or is sick, or you found out somebody passed away, and all of a sudden you're being exposed and experiencing a totally different frequency than what your day began with. There's always, of course, there's going to be ebbs and flows in life, moment to moment. And even though most of us want to stay in a positive state, it feels good, we attract positive things, it's a great place to be. But if we're not flexible with our energy and know how to continuously receive and let go we can really get overwhelmed very easily. Many people I notice who learn energetic medicine are highly empathic people who feel and sense the energies of others very strongly and can sense the energies of world events very strongly as well. And I've had several students ask me how they could build their energy to a point So they wouldn't be affected by what's going on around them because they're overwhelmed by the energy that they're picking up. And instead of feeling overwhelmed and literally being overrun by what's happening around us, we can learn to pause and reset 
as I like to say, and align and go into an expanded state of being, which is what I'm referring to as having the energetic flexibility. I actually believe energetic flexibility is an essential life skill. There's always going to be something going on in our lives, but if we know how to move through our daily life from our center, that's actually going to allow us to be really flexible and to stop being overwhelmed. There's this famous quote by Vivian Green. I'm sure you've heard it. Life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. And a question I get asked a lot is, why there are phases in medical Qigong exercises? Why is it so important to do the phases in order? And the simple answer is because we're building in medical Qigong a solid foundation that will actually enfold layers of vitality within it. In episode number 006, I shared the differences between health, martial, and medical Qigong versus Taiji Chuan. And I shared that in medical Qigong, we target the acupuncture meridian systems and organs through specific exercises that treat those areas so we can achieve healing that's needed for very specific imbalances. If you haven't listened you and you want a quick refresher after this episode, please visit number 006. And of course, I'll put the link in my show notes and transcript and you can access those on mariaforlano.com forward slash episode 011. So back to phases. There are three phases of realignment that we focus on for healing and also to create lasting shifts in wellness. This is what keeps me motivated. I want to create lasting shifts in my life and I want to teach people how they can create create lasting shifts. And this is really why the order of realignment phase are so powerful. We take the time in the first phase to clear our energy. We begin to allow the circumstances that we've come to hold on to, to begin to share themselves with us. And once we see clearly what's coming up, then we gain an awareness. And when we have an awareness, we can then make the choice to dissolve what's no longer needed. This is a clearing process, and it's definitely not a phase to be rushed. People often, they just want to build their energy, but they don't want to take the time to clear what's needed. And in Chinese medicine, we always want to remove and dissolve, never cover up or to push deeper inside. So especially if we have stagnation, then how can we absorb new energy properly. If you try to build more and more energy, you simply stack on more stagnation, layer over layer. So the foundation is actually empty energy that you're holding. So if you want to strengthen your energy within your body, clearing your energy 
first is most important. And then the second phase is tonifying, which simply means strengthening. And the third phase is regulating our energy flow. So I often tell a story about a pond and the pond represents yourself, ourself. But the water in the pond is murky. It's filled with garbage and toxins and the circulation of the water is very weak. You can't see the bottom of the pond. Everything is just kind of stuck and stagnated and there's no transformation happening. So if we were to begin phase one of clearing the pond, we would slowly begin to remove the garbage from the water and out of the underlying soil, we'd cut back the plants around the pond to allow in this great sunlight. We might even put a pump in the pond to get the energy circulating. And over time, the water is clearer and clearer. And now we can move to phase two, where it's time to begin tonifying the energy of the pond so that the pond can continue to thrive itself with support. So we add energy in this phase and we do it in small doses. Perhaps we begin with oxygenating plants. We take our time and allow the plants to grow and the new energy we've added to actually begin to cultivate. We don't overload our pond. We allow time and cultivation. Now we move to the third phase called regulating. We want to keep the energy of this glorious pond regulated and flourishing. So once we've cleared and strengthened the energy of the pond's environment, a foundation's been built that can hold a space for birds and butterflies and bugs and frogs and even fish to be active and contributing to the pond. The environment needs this regulating energy to continue to thrive. And it's just like that in our own physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual body. And I know sometimes in our own life, when we know it's time to shift things, it can feel scary and overwhelming, and we can have feelings of unworthiness and lots of excuses and fears that come to the surface. If you're in a place where you feel it's time to create shifts, whether they're small shifts or maybe you're actually needing to create some really big shifts right now, if you begin to experience resistance and fears to changing, I always suggest to people to look into <laughs> connecting with their hearts. And this may be new for you or not easy for you at this moment to connect with your heart. But if it's your true heart's desire to create the shifts you want within yourself, your heart will always guide you and bring you back to center. Our hearts always always bring us into our truth when we're connected to them. So to end today's episode, I have one more quote to share from the Buddha. 
No one saves us but ourselves. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to go deeper into expanding your energetic well-being, please visit mariaferlano.com. And if you've been inspired by this episode, please share it with a friend. And a positive rating on iTunes is always appreciated. Thank you for being here, for being everything you are, and for tuning in with me today. 